Okay, I'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second. But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is my life in a book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And my life in a book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients. It's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon. I think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Hello, hello everyone. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the Alexi podcast. And yesterday was the year anniversary of my mom's death. And for those of you who have been following since then, for those of you who have been following longer, my mom was, oh, I don't even know how to do this. I don't even know how to do this. Okay, let me start over. After my mom passed, I also like using the term crossed she just crossed to the other side, which I'll get to. Uh, I recorded a podcast episode the day of. I recorded one a week after, a month after, and I knew I wanted to record one a year after, and here we are. It's interesting, and what I expected to feel on this day is not what I felt whatsoever. There was also roadblocks and obstacles that interfered with any sort of grieving that I prepared for. I was preparing my body and my brain for anxiety, for panic, for sadness, for grief, for depression, for anger. You know, I was I was ready for all of that. And as some of you know, if you've been listening recently, I've spent the past five weeks in Los Angeles loving it. And on my very last day, I was packing up, doing laundry, making the bed, reheating some leftovers. I ate them and I went over to my friend Alex's house and I tell her, I feel really nauseous right now, which is expected. I'm not too surprised by that. Anxiety takes physical form sometimes and that is what it is. I said, can we go on a walk even though it's like drizzling a little bit? She's like, girl, 
let's just grab our glasses of wine and get out there. I don't care. Do you want to use my sweats? Put on my clothes so you don't get your own clothes wet. I mean, she's literally a rip the shirt off her back kind of girl. We grab our glasses of wine and we start walking and we're walking on San Vicente and Brentwood, which is like a nice street. You know, there's a Whole Foods, there's a John and Vinny's, there's uh joe the juice and an alfred's you know and i'm telling her god my like nausea is not quitting it's only getting worse it's amazing how the body keeps score i'm gonna throw up on san vicente this is not okay so convinced this is anxiety i'm so convinced that i'm on the verge of having a panic attack so we walk back to hers which by the way i'm not going to forget a walk in the pouring down rain with a wine glass in my hand that is a really fun activity. It's a strange, specific activity. I can imagine a lot of people not wanting to partake in that, but with the right amount of apathy, yeah, it that activity hits. So very glad about that. No regrets. Anyway, we make it back to her house. Oh my God. I trigger warning. If any sort of bodily functions freak you out, just skip ahead maybe a minute for good measure. My body starts having what I can only imagine an exorcism feels like. I have just, I'm having convulsions. I am vomiting. I am taking turns, sitting on the toilet, throwing up, sitting on the toilet, throwing up into a trash can. I threw up on her couch. I threw up on her rug. I was convulsing. I can't, I I would try to take a sip of water. Oh my God, my body would just shut it out. And then I had chills. And then I had hot flashes, and I had to say to her, Alex, I don't think this is a panic attack. I think I have food poisoning. I didn't even have the brain power to grieve. And it wasn't until yesterday that I really started having a conversation about this past year. And what's so interesting is I planned on this year anniversary being all about my mom. I wanted to dedicate time to making recipes that she made for me growing up, to playing, I don't know, a movie that she liked. I wanted to go back to Virginia and go walk around where we'd spend our time and go on a bike ride and maybe go on a swim and and maybe do a craft or have some tea. I wanted to do all the things that she loved. And when the year came, I ended up just reflecting on how far I've come as an individual, which I didn't expect whatsoever. Like I said, I really prepared for this anniversary to be all about my mom, and it started to feel like it was about me and and how my mom is with me, and she is watching over me, and she knows what I'm up to, and she's supporting me, and I have a relationship with her. If there's one thing I learned this year, it's that relationships don't end with death. They simply take new form. And I've had multiple signs from my mom that she is absolutely out there watching over me. And she is with me and she is shining through me. And I am am walking with her any time that I want. The anniversary also had me reflect on how many people have shown up to support me and Some of the most unexpected faces have come out to just show me unconditional love and it feels so special and I I really can't believe how we get to exist 
in this world and people that we have no connection with from birth. We have no reason to know them. We can meet along the way in our timeline and connect on such a level that they can bring you to tears. Their hugs can make you feel like home. Their words can can actually fill you with warmth. And I, I've felt that and I've gotten to feel that and I've been reminded of that this year. And there's so many amazing people in my family, in my friend circle, even through the internet, the love that I felt from the internet. This came up in conversation with some friends recently about when my mom crossed. Oh my God, I can't. Ah. <laughs> I just want you all to know that anyone who sent me a message, anyone who sent me love, like I felt it. I want you to know that if you sent me love, I felt it. I did. I absolutely did. I felt the love and care and support that you have for me. And I am so eternally grateful because it made the internet feel so much more real. And that I am able to reach out and connect with people. And that is so special. And some of you have already lost your mom. And I want to be there to help you through that. Losing a parent, it, it's unlike anything Yes, my mom is dead, but I still have a relationship with my mom, and I mean that honestly. I'm a skeptical person. I didn't really believe it, and for the first few months after my mom passed, I was wondering when I was going to hear from her, when I was going to have a sign, and I wasn't receiving anything, and I was open to it. Let me do an experiment. Mom, I'm open. Send me something, and I wasn't getting anything. So I was like, so it's not fucking real. Like, she's just a body in the ground, and I had my time with her. My God, I am so wrong. There have been so many instances where I just know. I know for sure that that was her, and that was undeniable. There was one that was so amazing that I literally put it on Twitter, and that's because it was one of the more concrete communications that we've had, and I wanted to share it because it was so undeniable. I was at a hotel room, my friends and I took a little trip for my birthday, and when the clock struck midnight, we were watching TV. All of a sudden, the TV has a little box on it that says, I love you, exclamation point. And it stays there all night. Once my birthday struck, a little box on the TV lasted through all of Sex and the City, the Chipotle commercial. It was not a subtitle. It was above the subtitles, and if you want to go see it, my Twitter is at Lexi, just like the name of this. I posted four photos because it lingered. And if that isn't a sign, I don't know what is. There's a book that I read this year called Signs, and it's by Laura Lynn Jackson, and she's a medium, and she's done quadruple blind testing. If you're a little unsure, I would highly suggest reading her book. And it gave me a lot of comfort because the book is about different stories of ways that cross loved ones have communicated with their loved ones here on earth and the second half of the book is how to develop your own language to communicate with your cross loved ones it has been one of the most transformative books i've read recently because it gave me a whole new way of extending my time with my mom here i really suggest it i mean there's no harm what like you read the book and it doesn't do what you need it to so be it but it did a lot for me and i'm sure it will do a lot for you as well this episode and this reflection is an interesting one because the year to me doesn't seem to mean very much 
because I think about my mom every day. The first day, of course, I had, I was not speechless. I was full of thoughts. A week after, still full of thoughts. A month after, the month felt like the same amount of time as the week. Still, plenty to reflect on. However, now it's been a year and my mom is a memory. Thankfully for this new form of communication that I've developed with her, I do have some fun stories to share with people about my mom, which let me just say, one of the biggest tips I can give you if someone in your life has lost someone, ask them. Some of the sweetest moments I've had new people asking, what was your mom's name? Tell me about her. What was she like? Or a friend asking, have you been thinking about your mom lately? Or tell me about your mom. Or bringing her up. There's nothing better than getting a chance to talk about my mom because I'm not seeing her anymore. So it gets very confusing because, you know, I only have one mom. And I don't have any siblings. I mean, I have award-winning friends. Do not get it twisted. But in terms of my immediate family, it was my mom, my dad, and me. It, it definitely feels empty. And I feel really bad for my dad. I know it hasn't been easy on him. And I think he's been having a tougher time than I have. I mean, that's that's kind of not fair of me to say to myself. We've handled our grief in different ways. And I spun into control. And I just put my head down and I worked. And I worked. And I worked. And I became punctual. And I put in more effort than I ever have and I took up personal training and I scored three of the biggest deals of my life and long-term campaigns and I was posting I still am one to two sometimes even three videos in a week and a podcast episode every single week and I made such a point to still see friends and travel and do excursions and spend time outside and move my body and put good food in it. Now, now it's 2022, so I'm on year two of this and I definitely feel slower and as if I'm a little sleepy from all last year. I didn't sleep well last year at all and my New Year's resolution was to rest and relax and be more present and it's really suspicious timing, isn't it? How out of all days of the year to get food poisoning, it's the night before the year anniversary of my mom's passing. The first one, you know? It's not like I've had one of these yet. This is the very first one. This is unfortunately going to be a date on the calendar. I think about that so frequently as someone who's dealt with a lot of death. All the people in my life, my all the people in my life who have crossed their birthday comes up and I feel for them and then their death day comes up and I feel for them and it's just how many more exes on the calendar are there gonna be I don't know how many I can handle I guess I can handle all of them it's just it just gets heavy sometimes I had a lot of 
older members of my family. My mom was born a lot later than her brothers. There was a 13 and 14 year gap between my mom and her two older brothers. So her parents were a lot older and they were very, very heavily involved in my life. <laughs> Their names were Gladys and Bruce and they were for sure second parents. And my dad's parents also were a third set of parents. I was absolutely raised by my parents and my four grandparents. It takes a village to raise a child and having grandparents nearby, we never needed to get a babysitter or anything. So they were the people I called if I was sick and wanted to get picked up from school or I would be driven to summer camp by them and I would spend my weekends there. And I, I love my grandparents. And where was I going with this? <laughs> oh, that they were just a lot older so I mean, when a lot of people had grandparents in their 60s, my grandparents were in their 80s. It was inevitable and not surprising that they passed earlier on in my life. Doesn't make it any easier, but I guess it does. The first death is probably the hardest, but they're all unique in their own particular way, and they all teach you different things, and some of the memories are louder, sometimes they come later. It's a whole, it's a whole thing, but what's so surprising about this is that everybody dies. Everybody dies. How can it be a tragedy if it's inevitable? I don't know. It's something I contemplate a lot. Like, I miss my mom dearly, but I am so grateful that I got to have her as my mom. It was not easy. It was not easy. It is not easy being a mother and it's not easy being a daughter. And mother-daughter relationships are incredibly layered and they're complicated and they get messy and they evolve and change over time. And I'm so sad that I will never get to see what my relationship with my mom on earth will look like when I'm in my 30s and my 40s and my 50s and 60s if I'm so lucky to get there. But I am grateful for the time that I had with her. I am. <laughs> Give your mom a call for me. Give your mom a hug for me. Go spend a day with your mom for me. It would mean a lot. On Instagram, I posted that it's the year anniversary of my mom passing, and now I want to make an episode documenting a year after, so if any of you guys have questions regarding grief, death, or loss, leave them here. So I'm going to give a quick word from today's sponsor and then answer all of your questions. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with. And then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses, and sneezing. 
I only recently learned about Astapro. I wish I knew about it sooner. If you're interested, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O-allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Let's talk wellness, ladies. I know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur marche they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the Atlexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with promo code LEXI at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to F-L-E-U-R. M-A-R-C-H-E dot com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Wow, I took a little skim at these questions and everything is so important to answer. And although on a normal day, I feel qualified to answer these questions and I actually really enjoy discussing grief and loss and death because I feel well equipped for it not because I think death is this fantastic subject but I do think of it as very fascinating and I definitely dabble with the idea of being a grief counselor uh you know in a volunteer way or because I have dealt with many deaths in my life uh family and friends included and at a very young age too so with that all being said, I'm in such an emotional state right now. So reading through these, I'm like, I don't know, it just fucking sucks. And every death is also so different. Like the way that someone exits this planet can be anything from as peaceful as during sleep to, you know, horrible torture uh, and murder. So I never want to say in the name of faith, like a person knows when it's their time because there are definitely deaths that should not have happened, for sure. But the idea of dealing with yourself and your life and the people that are still alive and breathing after someone has passed, that is a universal experience. That is something that we can all give help and advice for because when someone that was so close to you was here one day and they're gone the next, What the hell are you supposed to do with yourself? How are you supposed to exist in a world without them when you've never known a world without them? You've always had them there. And even if it's not someone you've known your whole life, you didn't expect them to be gone in the blink of an eye. So it's really hard. Or even borderline worse, dare I say, when someone is dying every single day in front of your eyes, someone who is actually sick and getting worse and you have to prepare for their passing that's an actual nightmare because you basically are mourning their death before it's even happened so with all that being said i'm going to pick at random i suppose emma piatek you're the lucky first question what do you wish you could tell your mom right now oh my god do you want me to get so personal right now (laughs) 
this is way too personal for the internet um where do you want your ashes mom i'd like you to tell me where you want them because it's uh, a big debate uh, in the household right now so if you could send me a message letting me know that'd be fabulous j-m-f-f-a-o-i i'm not going to even attempt to pronounce that so do you feel guilty about moments of happiness knowing she died this could definitely be misinterpreted so i'm going to answer it as if you meant because this is what i believe you meant do i ever feel guilty about feeling happiness even though she has passed away no because i know how important my happiness is to my mom i know that all she ever wanted me to do is be happy and have fun you know when you're leaving the house as a kid and your parents wave you off and they're like be safe like as you're running into some kid's car my parents would always say have fun i can just hear my mom always saying have fun and i know that anytime i am having a moment of happiness i'm so glad that she got to see it because your loved ones i can absolutely guarantee they do not want you living the life of a dead person simply because they died I actually feel quite opposite. I feel grateful when I have moments of happiness. Max Greenhall asked, has my mom passing changed my perspective on overall life achievements and goals? No, not even a little bit. It did not change my perspective on life whatsoever. And that is, in my opinion, only because I had dealt with serious deaths before. So I'd already had that contem oh motorcycle. I'd already had that contemplation of like, wow, I could really be here and then not here. Like that has been a thing that I've known since I was 13. And with that, having my mom passed, it really just has given me the only perspective that it's had a change on is motherhood. I never really did before. I dabbled with the idea a little bit, but now I absolutely want to be a mother. Lizette Marino asked, how can I best support someone I know currently going through a loss? Ask them about it. I feel like there's three options. You can ask them if they want to talk about them, they want a distraction, or if they want some space. I also want to say two things to avoid. This is pretty universal amongst people who are going through a loss. Two things they don't want to hear. A, everything happens for a reason, and B, oh, I actually had a friend who knew someone who dealt with a loss and blah, 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 blah. We don't want to hear your story unless it's like your story, but even still, keep it focused on them. I hated when my mom passed and I had people message me being like, oh, I totally know what you're going through. My seventh grade teacher who really made a huge impact on me passed away and I'm like, oh, we're talking about your seventh grade teacher and my mom. Someone even had the nerve to tell me about a guinea pig. I'm like, fuck you. This is suddenly making it about you. Besides avoiding those two things, I'm someone who doesn't mind talking. And I know that. I'm open with my feelings. I'm open with my thoughts. And I'll let you know if I want a distraction. Like last night, I very much did. I was like, John, let's put on something lighthearted. I want to smoke a little weed. I want to relax into this couch, you know? I'm going to give this one a shot. Jagoda Unkiewicz. Unkiewicz? As what is the thing that you miss most? I miss that I don't get to call her and tell her things. There have been so many times throughout the past year where something really good happens and I'll want to call her and then I remember 
The worst time is when I actually picked up the phone and started to dial. That was a heartbreak in real time. Oh, I love this question. Sarah Hersberg asked, what do you imagine heaven to be? What I imagine happens after we cross is that it's this big, infinite realm of colors and sounds and joy and we're sort of like floating and experiencing all time at once. I picture having access to anything at all times, but I'm not a person. I'm maybe an orb. Uh, I picture there to be grid lines for some reason. I'm not exactly sure why. And I also dearly hope that I get to throw signs out to my loved ones once I pass. Not that I'm looking forward to passing. I really want to enjoy my time on earth knowing how limited it is. I'm very much in the boat of, okay, while I'm here, I may as well do everything I want. Let's check off any desire I possibly have because one day I will be this floating orb in a graph (laughs) where I have access to everything all at once and there's beautiful sounds and colors and I can throw signs that are wildly specific to people I love. Uh, So... I'm going to do that, but I'd love to know what you guys picture heaven to be. Does anyone else picture the same one that I picture? And where is this picture coming from? Emma Hawkins asked, are you avoiding memory triggers or embracing them at this point? I don't know if you can avoid a trigger because I don't know if I can really pinpoint uh, exact triggers. I know like phone ringing is one for me, but I was on a run few days ago and I I don't know what happened I was struck out of nowhere I could hear the voices of my cousin and my dad in each ear telling me that my mom didn't make it and I just broke down and I I laid down on the sidewalk and I was in hysterics by the reservoir in Silver Lake just like rocking back and forth like a little baby and that came out of nowhere and then I just had to deep breathe and pick myself up and continue my walk but I had this like I don't know it wasn't long it's hard to tell I feel like it was maybe three to five minutes max I don't think it was any longer than five minutes but it came out of nowhere and I just had to feel through it I really have learned through four five how many years of therapy have I been in I've had my current therapist for four and a half years, but I had psychiatrists as a kid throughout my life, which I've never touched on. It's a whole different, like having a therapist as a child. Interesting. Okay. I'm getting off track. What I wanted to say is that I've learned that feeling my emotions is the best way to release them because if I don't actually feel them when they come on, if I bury them, they eventually do come out and I'd rather just feel it to be able to release it than have to hold it, carry it, and release it later. Morgie Rose lost her mom too and I just want to give my heart out to you. I really understand and you're not alone. You're not alone. I swear there's love 
all around. There is so much love all around. And it's not going to be a mother's love and you will never get to replace it. But your mom still can give you that love that she's always given you. And you can find so much more love everywhere in addition to it. Sarah Hersberg, which I believe I already answered something from her. That's how I've grown as an individual through this time. Time and time again, I proved to myself that I can handle tragedy. When a fight or flight situation arises, I go into fight mode, which I've always just felt kind of lucky for because it does seem like a little bit of a gamble. Like there's a 50-50 shot of what you, you know, have happened to you in a situation. And I'm glad that for whatever reason, I'm someone who can immediately like snap into action. So how have I grown as an individual? I've found reminders of things that I needed to hear as well as prove to myself that I am so incredibly capable and I still have the support of my mom along the way the entire time. Gina Henderson 08 said, I'm so sorry for your loss, Lexi. I lost my dad in June of 2020. So sorry for your loss. Any anxiety tips, CBD question mark? Okay, well CBD, y'all know I love Equilibria. I think it's really high quality. It's full spectrum CBD. How I describe CBD, it's, you don't feel, it's not what you feel, it's what you don't feel. You can use Lexi at checkout. This is really not meant to be a promotion. You can get whatever CBD you want, but I really think Equilibria is one of the best out there. So that's what I recommend for CBD. Any anxiety tips, the Headspace app, I subscribe to that. I think it's fantastic. I really love it. And they have meditations for everything, like flustered, frustrated, overwhelmed, sick, sleepy, whatever. Like they truly have it all. But if it goes beyond something like just taking CBD, making sure you're eating well and resting, talk to a professional. I think add therapy into the mix. And if you're starting to have really severe physical symptoms, medication may be necessary. But I would suggest... Eat well, sleep well, stay hydrated, keep hygienic, make plans for yourself, try to live a healthy lifestyle, incorporating, taking deep breaths and like doing little um, meditations. But like I said, sometimes professionals are where it's at. You just need to talk to someone and sometimes you need medication. Oh my God. I love talking to you all and I love this podcast dearly, but I will say that this is just, it's making me sweaty, I feel cloudy, I I feel uneasy, it's not easy, this is not an easy thing to do, and I'm realizing that now, when I was recording the day after, week after, month after, I was still very much in shock, and a lot of the times when I go into shock, not that I go into shock too often, but the few times in my life that I've gone into shock, I am a talker. Uh, my like logic kicks in and I have to rationally uh, explain it to myself. I have to rationalize it to myself. And I remember when my friend Drew picked me up after I heard the news about my mom, I don't think I shut up the entire car ride. And now that it's been so much time, I'm a little bit less in my head about it and more in my body, if that makes any sense. And I've done so much conceptualizing that it's just moved to more like my soul and my heart and I just I feel the answers and I I I feel her and I feel the experience and I feel the memories as opposed to having to think about them. Nina Sinisi said do you replace their energy with something else or will it always be a void? 
sometimes it will feel like a void and sometimes it'll feel like they're still filling it. That is all for today. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. This episode goes out to my mom and my dad and I'm sending extra love to those of you who have lost a parent. I will talk to you next week. XOXO, Lexi. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.